threats to its journalism. Chapter 4 The Sunrise of Salar The Sunset of Southern Speaker As I grew older and reached high school, I discovered that I was an average student, but I had varied interests and uh, from early childhood, I evinced interest in what was happening in my surroundings. Even at that age, I was keen to know about the developments that were taking place in our country in the early years of independence. The village where I was staying didn't have electricity then. There was no radio available. Newspapers used to come to our village by post after 3 to 4 days of publication. I used to get 1 rupee per week as pocket money from my parents. By saving my pocket money, I subscribed to Urdu newspaper Daily Azad and the weekly Aajkal. Subscribing to a newspaper at the age of 11 was unheard of in those days for most people. I carried this fascination of reading newspapers into my adulthood and this was probably the main reason at one point I took serious plunge into the world of journalism back in 1978 I nurtured the idea of starting an Urdu newspaper in 1964 Mr Mahmood Ayaz a well-known Urdu poet started a daily called Daily Salar Very soon it became very popular as a CA I was associated with this newspaper as its auditor When Mr Ayaz came to know about my desire to start a Urdu daily he contacted me and said that he could not continue to manage Salar and wanted to sell it he further said that he would sell the publication to a person who had passion for journalism and expressed his desire to sell it to me we negotiated this and i took over salar for rupees 3 lakh 50000 mr ibrahim khalilullah khan a close friend of mine expressed his desire to join me and so we formed a partnership on the advice of mr ayaz i became the editor of salar and mr ibrahim khalilullah khan became the managing editor back in that time the salar was printed on litho a very primitive printing technology which was then an outdated technology but most urdu papers in india were being printed in the same way as their circulation was limited using this uh, litho technology one could print just about 500 to 600 copies on one side of the paper per hour printing a six page newspaper used to take more than 6 hours after taking over the paper we decided to change the printing from litho to offset apart from this we brought several path breaking changes in the newspaper's editorial policy running a newspaper was a herculean task both ibrahim khalilullah khan and i devoted much of our time to it we were two people passionately committed to the cause of urdu media keeping in tune with the times although somewhat late we purchased a web offset machine which could print 10000 copies of four pages at a time per hour we also placed an order to import other processing equipment from the germany there were two other urdu dailies in bangalore the daily pasba and azad the former was a regular paper while the latter simply published for advertising vouchers these two papers soon began to adopt a confrontational attitude towards salar for reasons unknown to us pasba spent a whole month and much space on its front page publishing insinuating articles against the alamein group in response we adopted a policy of silence rather than answering allegations and abuses over the years these two newspapers vanished although pasba has resumed now in a new form the muslim intellectuals often talk about the need for a greater muslim presence in the english language media in india invariably they stress the need for an english newspaper that can represent the muslim point of view mr ibrahim khalilullah khan and i came up with the idea of starting an evening english daily 
which was called Southern Speaker. The paper was launched in 1980. We imported a phototype setting machine from the United States and chose some excellent professionals from English media as staff. This was the first evening paper in Bangalore brought out by Muslims. It soon became very popular and within two months of its launch, its circulation reached over 10,000. The paper focused on politics and the social and economic conditions of Muslims in particular of the country in general. It carried 8 to 10 pages of news, major political happenings of the day as well as news of events and occurrences in Bangalore. As it was an evening paper, we had the advantage of carrying the latest updates. Many of our subscribers were non-Muslims. Our editorial staff was highly experienced, having earlier worked in reputed newspapers like uh, the Deccan Herald, the Indian Express, etc. Some of them occupy important positions in leading newspapers today. Interestingly, perhaps 80% of the staff were non-Muslims. But uh, disappointingly, people who had initially seemed very enthusiastic about supporting us backed out and financial support for Southern Speaker began to fade. In 1982, I became the chairman of the Karnataka Legislative Council and had to step down as the editor of Salar and Southern Speaker. Mr. Mir Masood Ali Khan, an MP, took over my position. Funds for Southern Speaker were fast draining out and a day arrived when the sun set on the paper completely. This was in 1984. That was a very sad day for me. The Daily Salah's publication was a partnership firm of myself and Mr. Ibrahim Khalilullah Khan. After discussions with friends and colleagues, it was decided that a newspaper which was serving the readers should be continued and it would be difficult if it was proprietorship or a partnership concern. Several such ventures had failed and had closed down. We decided that uh, Salah's publication should be converted into a trust and we started the Salar Publication Trust. In retrospect, this was a very good move and Salar today is one of the leading Urdu newspapers in Karnataka. It has completed over 50 years of uninterrupted publication.